Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Lauren and this is Liam. Hello, hello. So we have a fun episode this time around. First off, we're going to be talking about The Last of Us Part 2, a game that's not even released yet that people are already mad about. And that's how you know it's going to be a success when mm. it's not released yet for several months. People are already causing controversies. Amazing. Uh, then Socialist Rage on social media. We're going to be going through some ridiculous posts. And uh, what's scary about those posts is that they're actually by politicians who have power. We're going to be debunking yep. uh, some socialist nonsense. Going to be a good time. But first, I want to tell you all about our awesome sponsor, Books. So moms are working way harder than usual this year without a single day off. So here at the Books Company, that's short for bouquets, we've decided to celebrate Mother's Day all month long. Put a smile on mom's face each month with our flower subscription and get 30% off plus free shipping every single time. Subscriptions are flexible, so you can pause, switch up delivery dates, or even recipients to cover all your bases. Not into long-term commitment not a problem try our gift trio for three months of farm fresh blooms order any time between now and may 31st to show mom some love with gratitude visit books.com slash lauren that's b-o-u-q-s dot com slash lauren to place your order today and if you'd rather just buy one books you can still receive 25 percent off at checkout by entering the promo code lauren maybe you can't give mom a hug right now but you can still brighten her day with the books company all right so the last of us you played that right yeah, I did. I think that was a PlayStation exclusive, so I, I only ever mm -hmm. watched the Let's Play, but it was a super popular game, very well received. Yeah, it was a good game. It, mm -hmm. it was definitely it had a very compelling storyline. You know, you play the role of basically a, a father who loses his daughter and then forms a new bond with someone he's forced to take care of, basically. And mm -hmm. it's, um, yeah, it's a story-based game, and it, it was probably considered one of the best games to ever have released when, yeah. it, when it came out. So the second part of this uh, was highly anticipated. Trailers have dropped for it uh, at least a couple of years ago. Yeah, I think there are ones that came out in 2017 and people have been so hyped about this. Um, and what's interesting about The Last of Us, the first one is that by some metrics it was woke. The yeah. the little girl that you, your character Joel, that you play as you take care of, her name is Ellie. Uh, she's gay, but yeah. it was done in such a way where you know, she was a well, written character three-dimensional mm. it didn't feel like a trope or yeah and like to be clear token. little girl she's she's like a, a late teen character i think she was or like, like 15 somewhere or around 15 yeah so i'm, it's not I'm like old so it wasn't like a, a six-year-old yeah gay. i like, i'm old though so yeah. anyone who's still a teenager is, is a little to me but yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I feel you so but yeah it wasn't central to the plot mm -hmm. like it wasn't like it wasn't like at every turn it was something about how, let's or, talk about diversity and, yeah. yeah representation so people i don't think fans of the game had a problem with it. I didn't really see any controversy surrounding it. It was just no. like, okay, this character happens whatever. to be gay. Yeah. yeah. Um, apparently, the same cannot be said about The Last of Us Part 2 or Last of Us 2. So the past week, there's been a lot of news surrounding this game. Leaks have come out that show that not only is there apparently an alleged trans character, it's not actually confirmed, but spoilers by the way for the last of us 2 if you don't want to oh, know yeah. what happens then mega spoilers mega spoilers because the whole plot was leaked yeah the whole plot was leaked uh, a lot of you who are fans of the game have probably already heard it by now but and again spoilers apparently this allegedly trans character ends up killing joel and maybe ellie and you mm -hmm. play as her uh, yes. she's like the new main character and people are really really upset about this yeah so so to reiterate and kind of clarify Joel and Ellie are the two main characters from the last game. The ones right. that you you really fell in love with um, mm -hmm. throughout the playthrough. And 
Um, you never play as Joel, who's basically, in my mind, the main protagonist right. from the first one. He's the guy that I think most people identified with. Um, you never play as Joel in the second game, that yeah, is. Yeah, you never yeah. play as him in the second game. Um, and he ends up dying, apparently, as at well. At the hands of this new character. Yes, at the, at the hands of this new character, who, after she kills Joel, you, you play as her. play as her to track down his kind of surrogate daughter, Ellie. Yeah. Now, I... I th- I think you can understand why this is upsetting to people. Um, this feels like a slap in the face plot-wise. Like, not even talking yeah. about any sort of trans stuff, but if you love these characters, the fact that you have to watch them die and then play as the person who kills them. Mm-hmm. Th- why? Why? I mean, I've seen that the developers have said it's, oh, it's supposed to be a theme about, uh, you know, the pointlessness of revenge and right. how bad violence is. And that's a worthwhile story, I guess. But you can see why people aren't going to want to play this, right? And storylines can be uncomfortable but still satisfying. This just sounds like a total kick in the pants. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the the leaks that we've heard have been like basic kind of bullet points. And and I'm I'm assuming that they would give us more exposition to make us somehow try to sympathize with the person that kills the people you... But it's like, I I mean, in my mind, that would be a difficult move to pull off. I think so too. yeah, and I think there's there are, there are woke things kind of creeping their way in, like the fact that Joel is a footnote almost in this version. It's kind of it being seems. written out of the um, story, and you only like. play as you know empowered females, I guess in this case. Yeah, and actually regarding the leaks, so uh, there was a trailer that the supposedly trans character her name is Abby. Maybe we'll we'll throw up a photo of her here. Um, it's actually not confirmed that she's trans. I thought it was when I was looking over the leaks, but people are hypothesizing that she is because she's very broad-shouldered and very muscular. Like, the, mm. And now that, I mean, that rumor is about, like, I get why people are saying that, but for the record, uh, it's not been confirmed. And actually, uh, I have this piece here that kind of supports the idea that maybe this character is trans. This is from Bounding Into Comics. It says, following the immense backlash towards Naughty Dog, spark- which is the developer of the game, sparked after leak. Cutscenes from The Last of Us 2 gave players their first look at the game's questionable plot points and character designs. An alleged source connected to the studio has revealed that the designs of the female characters were intentionally made less feminine in order to avoid offending the trans community. The alleged source, who spoke with Australian pop culture news site Sausage Roll, under the condition of anonymity, claimed that environment surrounding the game's development was very divisive and how even voicing your concerns on its story would upset certain individuals, it usually resulted in said person being called closed-minded or even phobic or some such nonsense so i think these rumors combined with the way that character looks people are assuming that it's a trans character Uh, i don't know if that is the case but it's it's funny because once the trans rumors started going on even people who want like woke representation they were kind of saying how does this further trans acceptance right it seems Mm -hmm. like everyone's going to hate this character yeah yeah definitely and and I mean, it, it's kind of funny, I guess. It's like, to me, the way that Ellie was introduced into Last of Us 1 as someone who's lesbian is the ideal way to have representation because it's not like it's not like a in-your-face. It's mm-hmm. like, it's just everybody accepted it and nobody cared. It's right. like, what else, what more could you want? Because it's just, it's, it's not her central identity. It's yeah. just a, an, an asset or aspect right. of her character among so, many other things. Yeah, so yeah. by contrast, this might be and probably would be in today's age one of the central parts of this character. Yeah. And if she turns out to be a jerk, I mean, it wouldn't reflect well, I guess, to them. But at the same time, it's like, does every, I guess, trans and gay person and and every other, like, 
is only white men bad in in media allowed now? Yeah. Right? Yeah, and that's what um for Disney in what is it Beauty and the Beast, they had kind of like a pseudo gay villain. I thought that was actually interesting because it's mm. uh, yeah, gay and trans people can also be bad guys as anyone can. Yeah, because they're just like everybody else, right? Yeah. It's the, that But overall, it's I, a little I get bit more interesting. I get why uh this might seem like a questionable choice to the creators just to create such a polarizing character at all, but also say they're trans. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to me, this whole conversation is ridiculous. And this is what happens when you try to go woke, right? I mean, frankly, once you start trying to go into the gender identity stuff, it's like, I don't think anybody knows what's going on in that, even in that community. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you're going to step on somebody's Well, there's also the, the trope in, in some areas that, and I think TERFs play this up, trans-exclusionary mm-hmm. radical feminists, um, that trans women are predatory and violent and just want to beat up women and so some people have said that this game is representing that trope by having this super muscular trans woman spending the entire game hunting down a a lesbian couple of like cisgendered women and it's kind of funny but uh you know get woke go broke is a saying for a reason and actually i think it was today or yesterday, yesterday definitely when you're watching this, Sony released a trailer, I think one of the final trailers for the game. And it's interesting, this trans character, Abby, she does not appear in the trailer at all. Uh, We have a very short clip here for context, but Sony is apparently getting down the the copyright hammer, so it's not gonna be long, but uh, check this out. I wish things were different. Ellie! But they ain't. I'm leaving tomorrow. I really hope you make it. So Abby, not in this at all. And there was an earlier intro scene dedicated entirely to her. Mm. She's completely missing now. Yeah, and I mean, to be fair, those of you who just got a little segment of the trailer, it, it the whole trailer itself seemed like it had nothing important in it. It's, it was, yeah. a, to me, it was one of the worst trailers I've seen for a blockbuster game in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's possible that they're, they're taking some steps back. I don't think that's likely personally, just because I know the amount of work that, like the whole game is a story-based game. You would need to... Yeah. You well, really need to tear the thing apart. That's the thing. I don't think they have the time to do any rewrites or anything. I think the game is what it is. Um, yeah. People have kind of theorized that because the game has been so long in development that maybe Sony, who's, I guess, the parent in all of this, has or tried to implement some changes. Mm-hmm. But these leaks were pretty recent, um, like when they were taken. So this this is what's going to happen. But it does maybe seem like even though there aren't changes being made to the game, they're perhaps trying to minimize the perception of it being this yeah. woke game. I yeah, don't for know. sure. I mean, Sony Sony are pretty good marketers as a rule. Yeah. So that's probably what they're trying to do. They're they've probably seen because the trailer that came out two or three years ago was extremely woke, right? It was about Ellie kissing. It was it was yeah the it was trans about trans or interracial lesbian kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was everywhere for a while. Um, so I think that they, they changed their tune a little bit and have said that doesn't seem to make our core audience happy, mm-hmm. um, at least until they sell the game. Get the, and then it's like, you know, the product is what it is. So they're, they're right. just trying to catfish people, I think. I think so too, which is too, because it's just going to make people angrier, right? At least have yeah. the courage to stand behind this is what our game is. 
take it or leave it. Most people, I think a lot of people would leave it. But uh, when you kind of, it seems like you bait people into buying it and you don't deliver, you're just going to end up with unhappy customers. Yeah. And, and this is one of the sad things is that there's so many games that I would like to, like I would have liked to partake in, like The Last of Us 2. I, I, I really did like The Last of Us 1. It would be fun. Um, you know, Lauren and I could have played it together or something like that. Um, but... You know, at a certain point, I just got to say, I'm not interested in supporting these games if they're going to be putting out some kind of propaganda. It, it was, we did the same thing, my friends and I, with uh, the most recent Battlefield game. Mm-hmm. We liked the the previous Battlefield game where you're in World War One, and we're all like, yes. Like as soon as the national anthem start mm-hmm. coming on and we're like, uh, perfect. But but with the next game came out and it, it was rewriting a lot of history. We said, all right, we can't buy it, even though we enjoy the content. It's and, well, and that's and sad. The previous content, you may not have enjoyed the the new game. Well, none of us played for the story mode. We played for yeah. for the actual, you know, shoot, shoot, pew, pew. <laughs> well, you could. I mean, what I've heard people say is that they still maybe want to try it just out of curiosity, but they're either going to wait for final reviews to come out or they're going to wait until it goes on sale, which it, it looks like it definitely yeah. will pretty early. That's the way to do it with these types of games. I'll be honest. Wait yeah. for reviews. Wait for sales. This game is not a multiplayer. You're not going to miss anything. Just wait a little bit. Yeah. Save some money. And actually, I do want to go into, before we get on, get on to the next segment, uh, Anita Sarkeesian. She's kind of been roped into this whole thing. People have started blaming her for this game. It, there was a rumor going on that she was um, a consultant or something to Naughty Dog. That's actually not yeah. true. We have this from Hitsy. Apparently, Anita Sarkeesian is not associated with the game or its story in any capacity. But the reason why this rumor exists is that Neil Druckmann, who's the, I think, the VP of the studio, mentioned feminist frequency during a Last of Us presentation. And uh, during 2013, he cited feminist frequencies, tropes versus women as an inspiration for why he doesn't like what he sees in regard to the representation of females in video games. So, I mean, it does seem like Anita Sarkeesian's general ideology is maybe affecting the developers, but it's not fair to say she specifically ruined this game. Like, yeah, not directly. Not directly. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely this kind of ideology is infecting major game companies across the board. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's part of what Game Gate was about. Right. it's tragic because to me because it's not part of the core audience and we're seeing it everywhere. It's especially disappointing because I think anyone can criticize any type of media. Uh, that's just yeah. what creators open themselves up to. But when studios cater to people who are not their core audience, it's just a questionable business decision. If nothing else, I guess we'll have to see if this will be another example of Get Woke, Go Broke. It's kind of looking like those so far. I guess we'll we'll have to see until we'll in see what June. the numbers are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so next up, we're going to be talking about socialist Twitter. So socialist Twitter, it's a black hole, and I mean literal socialist here. I know there's this tendency some right wingers have to just call anyone on the left a socialist. Yeah. Which is not how that works. Uh, you know, there are reasonable, well informed people on the left who uh, they believe in things like the government having a role in providing services or. Uh, having some sort of wealth redistribution in the country to ensure like a minimum standard of living. I disagree with that, but that's not insane or crazy, right? Uh, things like public health care, expanded social safety net, maybe even subsidized housing. I-, I wouldn't call that radical socialism. Maybe that's a that's sign fair. of the Overton yeah. window shifting, but uh, on Twitter, it really does illustrate how far left some of these progressives are. Um, We're talking actual insane policies, like people who don't know how money works. They think personal property 
personal property in general is evil. Landlords are the devil, those types of people, which in my mind is just a whole step further than your average leftist. Uh, so we have some examples of ridiculous statements here made by actual politicians. And the amount of engagement, by the way, these posts have is so concerning. Yes. It, it makes me weep for the potential future of, of many countries. Um, it's so, terrifying, to be honest. This isn't a joke. This yeah. is this is These ideas are gaining a lot of traction um, yeah. very quickly. They're just growing amongst, I think, the youth in particular, yeah. which are, are going to be the major voting bases. Um, I would be very concerned for almost every Western country right now. Exactly. That's, that's how I feel. And we have this from Elon Omar. She says, I guess in reference to a pandemic relief package. She says any relief package must make cash assistance universal and monthly, so UBI, halt foreclosures and evictions, freeze all deportations. What that has to do with the pandemic, I don't know. Why well, nothing, having more they, people in the country would help? They just like to intertwine all these things yeah. all the time. Cancel student debt. Again, what that has to do with this particular issue. She's not saying like, let's uh, refinance debt. Let's talk about some forgiveness plan. It's just, nope, cancel it. Pay for small business losses. Bailout workers, not corporations. All right. She also put out another post saying, here's what we need to make universal as a start healthcare. Okay. This is becoming a very common talking point yes. in the Democratic Party. School meals, vote by mail. And this is where she really displays how much further left than even someone like um, Joe Biden is. Housing. She wants universal housing. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is something that not even somewhere like Canada, which is a pretty left-wing country, has. Right. Like, guaranteed housing. It's not a thing. No, not at all. I mean, to me, everything in that list, the next, the last one is basic income. Yeah. Everything in that list is more or less, except for mail, uh, vote by mail, which should never be a thing, ever. Yeah, um, I agree. Everything there can be universally more or less guaranteed through capitalism. That's right. the way I see it. The best way to, to ensure that those things are distributed most evenly is through capitalism. We've seen it tried other ways before. Mm -hmm. And uh, historically, there's only one answer. There's only one answer to that. Right. And I think what these people don't understand is that saying something is a guaranteed right doesn't actually will it into existence no. or... I don't know, widespread existence, much less. Right. And this goes back to the positive versus negative rights, right? Right. And and we see that in, in Europe, um, socialists love to talk about positive rights, which are rights that um, you need to be given. Saying healthcare is a right, well, that necessitates someone be there to give you health care. Saying housing is a right yeah. necessitates someone be there to build you a house. Uh, conservatives in the U.S. in general, they tend to favor more negative rights, i.e., mm. Um, freedom of speech, freedom right. of religion, where you have the freedom to do something. Yeah, the only way that that can be violated is if someone imposes themselves upon you. It's right. not something that you require another body to give you. Right, and the way I look at it is if you are stranded on a desert island, are your rights being denied? If you think no, then you may be geared toward more a, a neg the negative rights. And if you think, yes, my right to food, health care, water is being denied, then you are um, wrong. Is how I would say that. I was going to say delusional, but I, uh, yeah, I agree both, with you too. Yeah. Both work. And we see So Elon Omar clearly believes in the positive rights issue. And the same with basic income. And, then, you know, you talk about... And I agree that the, the best way to ensure widespread housing and just in general lower poverty levels, higher standard of living is through capitalism. We see that as capitalism has been embraced. People have been lifted out of poverty. It's amazing. Um, but they want people who don't want to work to be covered. And that's why they talk about things like basic income. We saw online there was a viral photo of uh, an Antifa protester. Or she looked like one saying abolish work. <laughs> yeah. uh, AOC in the Green New Deal wanted to have payments for people who refused to work. 
ridiculous. Uh, Elon Omar, she also recently put out suspend and then she crossed that out, cancel rent and mortgages, a sentiment which Bernie Sanders himself also echoed saying, we need to cancel rent and cancel mortgages for the duration of this crisis. You know what I'm seeing a lot lately? Um, just a bitterness toward landlords. Absolutely. Which is so strange because that's something that, like, that's actual Marxist theory. Yeah. It's these people do not understand. And yeah. I, I see them calling landlords leeches. And it's like, you are demanding a free place to live. Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to no. me. And especially when they want almost everybody to live in cities, they're always arguing, oh, mm -hmm. you should live in an, in an urban environment because your carbon footprint will be reduced. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, that will put an increased demand on, on housing, the, on the yeah. real estate. And that means you need people with a large amount of capital because it's so expensive to rent out places to this to this thing. The only other alternative is to nationalize But these, they want to do that. They want to yeah. nationalize housing. They want to nationalize, yeah, of course, yeah. which is, is literally communism. Yeah, and what's, what's crazy is that I don't think they understand, like when you make it so hard to do, to do something like BLN or, or own property, mm -hmm. no one's gonna be developing new housing. Right? right, And that leads to housing shortages. We see this in places like San Francisco where they've made it nearly impossible to build and develop. Yep. That leads to housing shortages. Um, property, you can, I know I, I once got in trouble on social media for referring to um, healthcare and higher education as commodities. And someone was like, they're not commodities, they're rights. It's like, well, you can call them whatever you want, but that doesn't mean that supply and demand doesn't apply to them. Right. Right. They're still they are still commodities and just saying we're not going to have rent um, like ever. I don't think they've thought yeah. this through. And also just the threat of nationalizing private property like that of Americans living in America, mm -hmm. I think is it, I mean, you're threatening to steal people's property. Yeah. Right? And it's, That's it's very not, concerning. It's not just going to be housing like houses are expensive. The reason why houses cost so much is because there's a lot of labor that goes into building them yep. when you try to nationalize it like the money has to come from somewhere there's which is what, yeah there's yeah. a whole chain like construction um appliances it all gets affected i don't think these people have thought this through speaking of people not having thought this through we also have aoc can't can't have a a segment on dumb socialist stuff without her she says uh, this is in response to someone wondering why uh, the stock market is doing so well. Allegedly, it's actually it's been up and down in the toilet. So I think this is a yeah. a, a, a false depiction of what's happening. How's the stock market? Stock market fine when everything else you know definitely isn't. She said, and this is funny, hint, it starts with a C and ends with capitalism, aka this is what happens when Wall Street captures Congress and writes themselves bailout check after bailout check as working people die. Okay, capitalism... Government bailouts. Different things. Different things, right? Yeah, and people were pointing that sure. out. Like, you've said this is capitalism's fault. Meanwhile, you talk about Wall Street capturing Congress. That's not capitalism. And actually, if this were a nationalized system like she wants, Congress would be continually bailing out these companies, regardless of whether they make money or not. That's yep. what nationalized systems have. You, you have no choice but to bail out companies when they don't do well. So this, this doesn't make any sense. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because to me, I, I, I do agree that we should not be, especially we saw it in the, the 2008 crisis. Bailing out When they bailed companies. out these companies yeah. that got them into the whole problem in the first place. I agree. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. So on that point, we agree. But of course, conflating it to capitalism is, wrong. is is ridiculous. Especially, and I think this it's also important to know that the reason why these bailouts are even necessary is because of government-mandated closures. So it's actually even 
um, it's different from 2008 because 2008 is not like anyone was actually even 2008. It was government mandated subprime mortgages. Yes. But yeah. um, like this, this wasn't Wall Street behaving badly. This was the government saying you cannot operate. And I've seen mm-hmm. people like blame capitalism on the current. I think it's a full fledged recession going into depression right now. It's like this is happening because of the government. Right. Let's let's all yep. be clear. Goodness. And uh, we're going to finish off the segment with something from Jenk Uger. Our good friend, he says, if we had a Democrat with balls when we take over, they'd cut mm. off funding to red states and make them beg for their handout. Almost all of them are welfare queens who live off the blue states. Republicans run state. Republican run states are on average miserable failures who take money from the federal government. So the apparently, with balls. Yeah. would you imagine that? Well, what's funny is that people were calling him um, sexist and misogynist and racist because this even progresses because uh, does someone taking money from the federal government make them a welfare queen? I'm pretty sure that's not the progressive message, right? I'm pretty sure the progressive message is that this wealth should be redistributed. Uh, so it's interesting. He sounds kind of a uh, kind of like an elitist trying to protect his own money there and not give it to other people. But and this is also just wrong, as some people have pointed out, namely Sean from Actual Justice Warrior, a YouTube channel that I really recommend you check out. A lot of the um, money that goes to these blue states who receive more in federal funding than they give goes to things like defense. A lot of military bases exist on, uh, you know, in these states, but also things like public universities. Yeah. Which if you're in favor of cutting funding to them, I mean, I support that. But uh, yeah, it's not exactly an accurate or honest depiction of what's happening. Um, have you noticed that's like, I mean, Twitter is overwhelmingly left leaning. It's uh, I try to stay away from Twitter as much as I can. Smart. Um, smart. Yeah. My job ne- means that I need to be on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've noticed that. I've also noticed because I follow everybody on the right wing, though, I, I get a lot of that as yeah. well. So there's. It's a it's it's a definite hole for echo chambers, right? You're going to get tons of echo chambers on Twitter. Um, I think Twitter wants to encourage left wing authoritative echo yeah. chambers more than anything else. But um, definitely stay off Twitter is what I would say. <laughs> yeah, stay moral of the story. I mean, I'm trying to the way I'm trying to like calm myself down after reading all these things is that. These people don't represent the majority. No. Like, you know, the average person out there is not saying, yeah, let's just cancel rent, cancel mortgages, uh, universal basic income. Uh, these are niche views, but that doesn't mean that they're not gaining popularity, especially when we look at people like yeah. Elon Omar, AOC, Bernie Sanders. These are elected officials. Absolutely. So, this is definitely something that needs to be addressed. We can't be complacent in mm-hmm. in thinking that they're just a bunch of crazies. I mean, they are, but they're crazies with power. And I think that's pretty much all we have to say for now. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please remember to like, share, subscribe. Help us out a ton. And right. uh, I think aside from that, we'll see you next time.